Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release, and we let you know what we think about it. But this week, it is the first of the first Friday of the month, so you know what that means. It's time for our what has now become a monthly tradition of a roundup of some of our favorite songs that have come out in the last month. So we're going to be talking about November. But we do this in a fun, quirky way. So um, you're going to have to get used to our hijinks. Because it is, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, which was last week, uh, I figured, or we figured, we would have a Friendsgiving uh, our very first Friendsgiving on the pod. And with a Friendsgiving, you want to make sure you uh, bring your own food, your own treats to to deliver uh, or to put on the table so that everyone can enjoy and um, consume whatever item you brought. I'm coming up with these puns right now off the top of my head. Please forgive me. So... Um, the first person I am letting inside the house. You know him as your um, red-haired um, assassin? No. Um, do, you have a, do you have a nickname that you like to call yourself by? No. All right. Um, the red-haired, <laughs> no-nicknamed uh, fiend. It's Alan Mark. Welcome to the potluck, sir. How are uh, you doing? Thank you. I'm doing good. Ready to eat this wonderful meal of November treats. Mm. <laughs> yummy, yummy. In my tummy. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> I always think after the fact of these perfect puns. It's hard to host and pun at the same time. It's all right. That's what we're for. That's true. And rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. He is back after celebrating his own time with his own family. But he is uh, he is back to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving with us and uh, have our own potluck ourselves. It's Steven. How was your break? How was your time off? How is How are you? Oh, how is everything? I, I'm doing well. I'm... Just coming down from the high that was eating the Espa cookie. <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah, jealous. I, I I just found out that day that uh, Espa was doing like a. a How did you pop-up. find out? Just on on Twitter and on Instagram wow. too. I think okay. uh, they put put like the poster up on their story, and I I was in the city doing running an errand. I, I went to pick up. Uh, a cutting board from a kitchen supply store because I really nice. like those stores in, uh, in the city. <laughs> and then I, I saw it. I figured, why not just go? And uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, 
I left before they the group actually showed up and like waved for like 30 seconds to the crowd but then there were a lot of people there and I picked up uh, a mini album too nice yeah was it free or did you have to buy it uh the cookie was free but the okay. I had to buy it the mini okay, album okay. but I think well worth it yeah what why were they there just because they were at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. They were on oh, a float. Yes. Okay, okay. The women in STEM float. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, and they performed okay. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, STEM is Savage. Oh, this should have been iconic, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Steven, you weren't STEM, were you in college? Well, were you just bio or? I, I think biofits under the science part of STEM. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's well, true. they didn't that's call them STEM fin for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> they, no, yeah. they did not do. That. Um. Anyway, they no well, that's that is, yeah. You were something science. You're a resident scientist after all. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, uh, that's. That's um, Alan Mark and I have very much expressed our envy <laughs> that you get to live out all these um, K-pop Korean um, events, or you get to be a part of them because we don't live in either New York or LA, which seems to be the major cities that these fun things get to happen in. So one day, one day we'll be a part of it, um, and one day we'll we'll finally. Be able to go to KCON like we always oh, yeah. discussed. Oh man, we had to start a pod during the pandemic when no conventions were happening uh, or uh, gatherings. But soon, hopefully, yeah. one day, get your booster shots or vaccines or whatever you need to get. All right, so we have a bunch of dishes that we want you to try, but a lot of people also brought some hors d'oeuvres, some appetizers, some desserts to kind of snack in between. So uh, luckily, Stephen took inventory and wrote out, wrote out a bunch of um, dishes that you should try. And so I'll throw it to him and he'll tell you which specials uh, for this potluck you should eat. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Um, a very, very exciting week, even though we're nearing the end of the year. These, this is a pretty packed week and it's tough to pick uh, just five. But starting on Monday, we have a single from someone I haven't talked too much about in this segment, but Chunga is back with a single called Killing Me. Um, yeah, uh, she just happened to be my number five uh, artist this year on my uh, Spotify wrapped. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't three believe for, that. Number three for me. Ooh. I can't believe that album was this year. I feel like it was <laughs> such a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chang'a, she wrote the lyrics for this song. Um, don't have too much else to say about the song. Uh, it was written by uh, musicality, Celine Svanbach, Yepe London, Mitch Hansen, uh, Sam Merrifield, and arrangement uh, by a few of those people, plus, of course, Cutfather. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, uh, but uh, for each of these specials, uh, I have like a bunch of names to read uh, just for the credits. Um, but moving on to Tuesday, we have two uh, pretty exciting comebacks. First, 
is the girl group Signature with their mini album Dear Diary Moment and the title track Boyfriend. This is their second mini album and their first comeback since their uh, first mini album uh, from September of last year. Uh, they debuted last year as a seven member group and they're still uh, at seven members, but two members have since left and two. Uh, new members joined. Uh, they are Chloe and Dohi, who joined in June. And this mini album is their first release with them. Um, so, some of the credits on this album include Aiming, Donka, Casey, and Anthonius, Ken Berglund, Stephanie, Shabashev, and Bad Luck. So, uh, go check that out. I've listened to a bit of it, and it's uh, a pretty interesting. And I haven't listened to a lot of Signature, but. I'll see. Uh, I think I'm going to listen to them a little bit more now. <laughs> or i always look out for them. Um, uh, same day, we have another mini album. This is also a second mini album for this artist. Uh, released exactly one year after his debut mini album. Uh, this is Kai's uh, latest release, Peaches, with the title track of the same name. Um, this has six tracks. Uh, including someone who's having a fantastic year, uh, SM writer Yu Youngjin. Um, Ryan Jun is also on a couple. And we have uh, a, a bunch of other people. Elon, January 8th, Nathan Cunningham, someone named Benjamin Shapiro, uh, Rick Parkhouse, Black Tuxedo, and then many others. Um, yeah, so... Moving on to the next day, which is somehow uh, December. Um, again, another really big comeback. It's Everglow with their third mini album. It's called Return of the Girl and the title track Pirate. Uh, it's their latest, or it's their last, or it's their first comeback since their last release in August, which was this uh, song for UNICEF. Um, and this mini album has five tracks. Uh, I think a lot of the same people worked on this as some of their previous uh, music. Um, but I think this is no less exciting. We have some people. Um, Olaf Lindskog co-composed four of these tracks. Tobias Naslund and Haley Aitken. Olipop, Making Mind Works each appear a few times. And then uh, someone named 72 worked on each of the tracks. And then lastly, we have a debut on the same day, it's the group called I've um, with their single 11. And it's a, sing- uh, it's a single album. Um, so I've is a six member girl group f- from Starship Entertainment, mm-hmm. um, who I think we discussed very recently. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they, uh, they're kind of newsworthy. One is that uh, two of the members, uh, the leader Yujin and Wonyoung were in Eyes One. And then the Mangne Iso, like Wonyoung, um, debuted, or she is debuting at, at just 14 years old. And this, I think, caused some discourse in the K pop uh, community uh, just about like ages of, of idols debuting, even though a bunch of people or a bunch of idols have debuted at that age. But I think it's still an interesting discussion. But uh, anyway, some credits for their single album. Uh, the s- single 11 was written by Lauren Aquilina, Peter Rycroft, and, and Ryan Jun. 
and then the B-side, Take It, is by Daniel Kim, uh, Jeremy G, Willie Weeks, and the lyrics by Isuran. Um, so yeah, those are my specials of the week. Delicious. Thanks, Stephen. All right. Let's start this potluck, guys. Um, we got six fun dishes to present to you. We each have tried a little bit of it, and we're excited to let you know our thoughts on each of the dishes. But since Stephen went first a month ago, it is my turn to go first. And the very first song that I brought for you guys, I don't know if you were aware that this song existed. If you did, good for you, because I just found out for the very first time uh, last week. But my first pick, my first dish that I'm presenting is Like a Star by, I don't even know what to call him, rapper, singer, um, whatever, whatever he wants to be. Um, MC period Minzy, not to be confused with another Minzy. Minzy? Min- Minzy? I don't know. Anyway, this is a... This is an alter ego from the comedian Jung Jun Ha. Um, I have no idea who he is, um, <laughs> but uh, he is, I'm assuming, a storied comedian who's been around for a while. And this alter ego was actually conceived in 2016 during the NBC entertainment show infinite challenge i have no idea also what that show is but um they had a challenge where they needed to present like a musical showcase so he came up with this persona and then i guess he's making what are i guess supposed to be comical songs but i don't know i we'll get into it when we talk about this song um but yeah i i thought I, so this this pick started off as a troll for me. Um, but as I kept listening, because I was like, oh, once I found out who was singing, I was like, this guy's old. What the hell is going on with this song? And then I was like, okay, I got to pick this song now. And then I kept listening to it. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like the production in this song. I'm going to have it be my pick for uh, this pod. So yeah, let me, let me start talking about this song while I... Um, <laughs> while I uh, let you guys kind of gather your thoughts. So I didn't know I didn't know who was singing the song at first. It took me it took me watching the music video to realize how much older this guy is. but uh, from the get-go, I, I just thought this was just a fun a, a fun, like funky, groovy disco track. And it's it's much more than what I'm used to listening to for this pod. And I just thought the, like I said, the production was great. The arrangement was really fun. And even his voice was like, was, uh, was really good. And then not to mention there was that catchy hook, the one that, the part where he's like, you hoo hoo, that part. Um, and then I watched the music video and I was like, Oh, what? Who? What is this? This is this is very strange to me. Um, I didn't know what to make of it at first, and then even the music video itself—it feels like a parody of this type of music or the, the this type of music videos. But um, 
like any good parody, it, it ends up. I don't think I, I. At first, I was liking it ironically, but I, I think I legit like it. There's, there's one um, instrumental note I have about this song, and I, I, I'm curious to know if you guys caught it. But I'll, I'll kind of throw it to you guys. Were you expecting a song like this from me? Anybody? Uh, outside of learning who MC Minzy was, yes, because <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah. like it is like. The song style is your vibe. Like it has yeah. that like retro like uh, disco funk influence in there, which is really nice. And then I saw what they looked like, and I was like, "Wait, a, what is this?" And then did that research that you mentioned. I was like, "Interesting," <laughs> uh, but like it's so enjoyable still, though. Like I, if if I didn't know that they were a comedian, I would have thought it was like I wouldn't have known that it was right. from one because. Like, even though, like, yeah, they don't have, like, an outstanding voice, it still holds, like, its own uh, enough. So much in a way where I think it's, because it's, like, not an incredible voice, it makes the song sound more earnest in a way. And that's what I really like. <laughs> so That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I mean, I, mean the, the, I had tons of choices to pick, but… A lot of them were like, yeah, I would pick that song. Yeah, I would pick that song. I wanted to like mix it up. Mm. And um, even though it's still like, like you said, my my cup of tea when it comes to music, uh, musical genres. Um, I think the more I found out about this song, the more it became a no-brainer for me to pick it. Yeah. All right, Steven, um, what, what, are, what are your thoughts? Okay, so when, when you texted, or you, you told us what songs you're picking, I, I read it and I had not heard… Uh, who, of who this person was. Me either. Uh, when I looked them up on, on Spotify, I, I clicked on the artist and then I saw the album art and then I was in shock because <laughs> I am familiar with uh, the comedian. I have oh, watched okay. a lot of Infinite Challenge. Um, I, I had even seen some of those episodes with that where they had to make these songs and they performed them and his was actually the one I remember the least like the other <laughs> the other hosts it's like uh Yoo Jae-suk and Park mm-hmm. Myung-soo a bunch of like super popular people and they had they had like G-Dragon and uh IU or and Hyako like they had all these collaborators but I, I forgot who like Jonah <laughs> Jung Joon had had for his Song. So I don't remember this persona. Um, so I, I read it about him again. And I guess a lot of comedians, or there's like this thing where they do, where they have like a, a side character and I, his is a, a musician. So <laughs> I was like, I didn't really know what to think at first. And then I, I listened to the song and it was it was really a surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just if you want to watch a good clip of him, um just watch the uh pillow fight with Jack Black. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> yes. It's a good. Okay. He's like he's he's kind of like a bigger guy, so that's a good uh good clip of, of to see him in. Um yeah, but th- this song is is it's pretty fun and like I his <laughs> voice like Alamark was saying, it's like it he I mean he can hold uh, a tune and he's like he sounds good on on the song. It it gives it like this kind of retro or like throwback feel. Like it doesn't. It's not 
overproduced and like it just sounds really natural um so i really like that uh but i guess my favorite part came at the end uh i'll yep. just comment on that this yeah. this killer little solo at the end yes um i love me some some double stops hammer-ons and, and the head, <laughs> uh some of that um but yeah i mean the the instruments on this were really cool some pretty strings and then also some really really nice backing vocals at like the end of the bridge so yeah this was just like a cool fun song <laughs> yeah that's what i was uh yeah that's what i was getting uh i was getting that same vibe where it's just it didn't make sense that this this was such a good song like <laughs> it like it i don't know who we got to produce this track but they they didn't hold back at all it's it feels like a very like there, there's no part in the song that i I hate it's just it just feels good from beginning to end and um instrumentally wise it just keeps stacking on and on or you keep hearing things every now and then um especially with like a lot of the what I call this like the starlight synths like kind of mm-hmm. just popping in in the air in the background um yeah it's just uh it it feels good Feels oh, really yeah, good. and in the second verse, they ha- do they have like a like a breakbeat type uh, section. Yeah, I like that. Right. Yeah, yes, breakbeats are. I, I I really enjoy. I, I I mean, I'm excited to talk about the rest of the songs because I feel like unconsciously we always figure out a theme with uh with our songs. Oh, um, I, yeah. There's yeah. there's an obvious one with all. It's a very all obvious six, theme. In all, all six, six of them, for right? sure. Yeah, I, I think I wrote it um, on every single song. Yeah, um, I, I, we can we can talk about it. I think I would like to talk about it in your your first song. Um, oh yeah, mine. Oh, Stevens yeah. or mine? I don't know. They're both. I don't know which one's better. They're both really good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we we clearly have chosen the retro disco funk. <laughs> this is our retro disco funk month, which is. Sort of what we always choose, but, um, but yeah, you'll you'll uh, or I don't know you you won't hear it in the pod, but you can check out the songs. Uh, we'll we'll put it up on our playlist, or we'll create a special playlist for this one. Um, I don't really have anything more to say regarding the music video. I thought it was just it was exactly how it should have been, how it should have played out. But um, it was just fun to see him do what you would like be in these set pieces that you would expect for this type of song, but him just having a lot of fun with it and obviously not being serious about um, <laughs> like any of these moments in the video. But I, I would feel like I, I would say even the back of dancers knew how silly the song was and even they performed in like a sillier way. Um, so uh, I, there's nothing, if you guys want to say anything more, go ahead. But, if not, I'd be happy to move on to Steven's uh, dish. No, I loved all the fringe. <laughs> There's a lot uh, of fringe yeah, in the yeah, costumes. Yeah. I love yeah. I love fringe, so that was cool. Yeah. And the 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 you certainly say it. the fringe <laughs> uh, came as part of check uh, <laughs> another one for my prediction. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> just some more cowboy western uh aesthetic. So I was very happy about that. Um yeah. And then one other thing I liked at the very end, 
there was like a really quick, I don't know, whacking section. Yeah. Like, that was really oh, cool. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was great. It was just like feature highlighting the the uh, other dancers, and that was that was great. Yeah, they even yeah, they especially like, accentuated it during that one like um, string uh, trill that happened in the second verse. Um, that one is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hate to no, I don't hate, but um, I feel like as a more of an outsider to K-pop compared to you guys, um, my natural comparison is to um, compare him to Psy. You know, like. Almost not not like in performance or st- you know style or his comedy sense, but in the sense that um, Sai was trying to make a straight up parody commentary of um, K-pop and um, social class and whatever uh, whatever he did in his videos. But then this one feels like it doesn't feel like that to me. It just feels like. More of a an homage or just a respect to K-pop and him just inserting himself in it and including all the tropes that would come in a music video uh, for K-pop and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a com like a comedic <laughs> performance to me. It just feels fun and he's just being a part of it, I guess. So yeah. Okay. All right. We have five more dishes to try. So um, go ahead and clear out your plates. Get a new dish or get a new one out because we're going to go move on to Steven. Steven, what did you bring? I thought it was, to, it was actually supposed to be mine. Yeah, I think. I mean, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> Mine's uh, still Alan in the oven. Mark. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, my, Steven, this sorry. one, fresh, fresh yeah. out of the oh, air thanks. fryer. So, <laughs> Thanks. Oh, God. Uh, I, 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 was, <laughs> I almost served something not ready yet. Yeah. Um, Alan Mark, thank you for having something ready um, to go. So why don't you present your dish? <laughs> yes. So uh, I will pre- be presenting uh, a dish called uh, Mia, or I think it's meant to be M.I.A., uh, by the singer Gemini. Uh, this song features uh, other singers Camo and Woods, who we've covered previously on Who's this that? podcast. Yeah. So um, yeah, so really excited to cover this. So Gemini is someone that I sort of had had my eye on for at least the past year, I think. Because uh, I think one of his songs just like popped up on my Twitter timeline out of nowhere sometime in 2020. And I was like, oh, I'm into this. So I, I think so far before he just released singles. So um, yeah, I'm excited. This, uh, this past month in November, he released a... Uh, an EP called Inside Out. And one of the singles off of that is this one, Mia, featuring uh, Camon Woods. I was very close to choosing uh, UFO, which featured Siori. And that song's another great song. But uh, yeah, decided on this one. I thought it was a bit more like interesting to talk about. Um, and yeah, I think, I think my sort of one thing that drew me to Gemini is right now, especially with this EP, I feel like he's sort of filling in uh, that sort of hole that Dean left behind a little bit uh, oh, okay. with that like R&B style. Uh, so yeah, really excited to get into this and especially this song I think is really, really good. Um, sort of like my my vibe, sad boy R&B vibes. So um, that's, that's yeah, why I chose it. I love it. Um, Steven, do you want to go 
talk about the common theme <laughs> that is present in all of our well, songs? I guess uh, I'll start off with the intro of the song. I, I don't know if that's the theme because I think one of my songs... Oh, maybe it does have some. But, uh, I think it does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think you like the moon? Uh, the other one. Um, but Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I... Okay, so the song starts off just with some fantastic guitar playing. Um, just it, there are two guitar parts uh, in the very beginning, and one is in your left ear, and one's in the other ear. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's so the great clean tone. Um, it's just really really nice. Uh, I like the like the chord progression there as well. Um, but most most of my notes on this are actually just about the uh, like the production and the the like the sounds that they use. Uh, I really like how the the beat kind of builds. You have to wait a little before the kick and like the drums come in, and I, I like that a lot. Um, and the specific sounds they use were really cool. Like um, the the kick had a lot of depth, and they switch up the snare from of a more like close to a clap sound and then in the chorus they have like a kind of a softer snare in there Uh, and they also switch like the the hi-hats in the post-chorus section Um, also a little softer and it's just a really nice way to change the the textures of the sounds and you don't I, I I don't like catch it when I hear it I just on my listens where I'm trying to find things that stand out and it, it's just I, I really appreciate those little things that they do yeah <clears throat> um i think you said everything i wanted to say to you um but in in more detail i i want to kind of echo this 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 uh notion of how the song builds as you keep listening to it because from even from the like from the beginning to the end, it's just one layer on top of another. Um, and it's just so beautiful to hear the, I mean, when the beat drops, um, I marked it at around 40 seconds. Like that's when like a new song pops up in your head and you're just like, Oh, okay. I, I like this energy now. And then like when camo's, uh, um, rap comes in like that's a that takes it to like a whole other energy and it just feels so like her her flow is very smooth and it has a lot of the trappings of trap which I very much like um but the one that I the, the person I really would love to talk about is Woods Woods's part is so pretty it just it it can't like I think the the beauty of this song is that all three of their voices complement each other mm-hmm. so well. They're also just, different, which is nice. Yes, yeah, exactly. It it just it takes the same beat and gives you a different flavor. Um and it's so cool. It just it constantly reinvigor uh it reinvigorates the song for me and that's why I don't get bored. I just get I just love it so much and um if if I can have any critique is that it's that I love that they gave time for each of them to shine, but I wonder what it would have sound like if like like um Gemini and Woods were singing together or vice versa. You know, uh camo somewhere in there. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. that, it's just so it's it's Alamark. It's so Alamark. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think, um, yeah, I think like maybe hearing some of them together would have been cool. But this, I think it fits with this song a lot because I feel it's about like feeling alone even when you're like sort of with other people around you and stuff like that. Mm, so, okay, I, it, yeah, so, that's, so that's it's perfect. like the isolation uh, individually feels really cool. Um, or like it's a it's a nice touch to it and it really gives it that effect because like yeah I don't know it's I think how all the different instrumentation like speaks with each other especially that like you know ongoing the guitars that um, are sort of dancing around each other it feels like there's this sense of like aloneness to it like which is cool Um, like a salt like there is a solitude um, because it like is so like dark and heavy um but it everything feels like it's traveling around that it's like surrounding you in a way that it's like you're iso- you're you're isolated only because all of the all this sonically is just like enveloping you so yeah i don't know i just thought that was really cool um yeah and then you touched on the voices yeah like gemini's sort of like uh, a little smokier yeah. voice with versus camo's like Sort of like slurred style of rapping, mm. which is cool, and then Woods is very like cl- like clear voice. It, yeah, that the contrast was just so like harsh and apparent that it um, just kept the song being interesting because yeah, it just worked sonically. It was cool. Yeah, I I I was looking at the the lyrics, and there was no like. Uh, real translation or official translation. So I just had to put it into Google Translate. And I think the uh, the the part, they say Mia a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it, that might mean lost or so. Oh, um, like missing in action. Yeah, or yeah, that's, that's the I, word that Google gave me. But I think, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I assumed it was missing in action. Not that... <laughs> Not yeah. that this was a song about Mia from Everglow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this is pre-release single. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah I, oh no, go ahead. I don't know. No, go check. <laughs> oh no, no, I wasn't I was gonna ask if you wanted to talk about anything else. But you, go ahead. No, no. no I, I know I, in my notes. I I don't really have much. This one is purely like purely vibes, even though the besides the guitar. The guitar, which is incredible, but both guitars. Um, like I chose this song purely out of vibes. It's my vibe. Um, the music video too. It's so simple, but it is such a fitting one for the sound. Yeah, it's such a cool concept too. Like, like they just keep switching the the sets, and it it's like it's so effectively shows you like the okay, they're each sitting in their own. Like living rooms, and then uh, I just love the like. I wonder what the editing decisions were like, and how they picked like when they're lip syncing. Which like, how did they know when the camera was like going to be around mm. them? It, it would have been really cool if the the if they kept like they continued wherever they cut. It just continued like the circle. But mm. I think that would have been really really hard to do like yeah, if they wanted to lip sync um but it, it was still really cool visually and with all the yeah. if and it was just simply done too so really yeah. cool yeah but i love the consistent like the panning of the camera like consistent just going left oh, yeah. circling yeah. the set like that consistent movement 
really like made it so visually pleasing to watch because otherwise it's just like them sitting. <laughs> yeah. And it does it like center each person like when it goes around. So it does give you that sense of what the song's about. Like mm-hmm. even though there are other people there, it's kind of just maybe you feel isolated. So that 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 was cool. And or I'm just realizing now. Yeah. yeah. I I'm trying to remember like what else I saw from the music video. Um, yeah, there was a scene where all, I think all three of them were in the living room together, but weren't really acknowledging. Yeah, maybe it was like a like one of those like super impo- like even though it looks like they're they're there, they're just in different locations and different times. So because none of them are looking at each other, they're just like staring off in the distance and stuff. Um, so, uh, stylistically, I I really enjoyed the music video as well. Yeah, also makes me want to check out Camo a bit more. Her voice is yeah. so me awesome. too. She's yeah, really cool. I have no I had no idea who Camo was. Same. I like I like all these uh, all these songs that we pick because I get to find out more like not independent but lesser known people. But I feel like these potlucks are just a chance for us to dive into R&B and soul artists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the non-obvious choices, which is like, yeah. which I feel like aligns more with what we like would listen to like more outside of the pod. So. Yeah. We, we got to, we got to show a uh, special love to them because, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, now, Stephen, um, is your uh, is your dish done? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, have you have you poked it? Have you checked the temperature? I, I is it all good? Just took it out and uh, well, I took it out while uh, Alan Mark was introducing his song. Okay, oh, I've set good. it on a wire rack so the air comes underneath, so cool. it'll yeah, help yeah. cool it a bit. So um, yeah, uh, it's, it is ready. It is perfect temperature. It is getting colder as we speak. So we we I think we got to talk about it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, Stephen, what what dish did you bring for this? Uh, yeah, I brought the song "Like the Moon" by Gaho off of his debut full length album "Fireworks," uh, which is uh, a pretty like a pretty great uh, debut album. But this song is the last song on the album, and um, definitely worth the uh, the the wait or like listening through to get to. Um, so I only, I think I heard Kaho for the first time on the PLT song, Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. uh, when he does that the great chorus part. Um, and then, like, I think I would listen to him every now and then. Uh, this is, uh, definitely when I was watching Startup, he had a song in there. And then, oh, yeah. um, like, I think he'd, he'd released some other singles too, but I, I just knew him for being a really great singer and having a really great range too, um, which we get a bit of in this song. But I just picked this one. Um, I think it it gave off... I mean, I liked the mood a lot of this. It It's very like pensive, a bit melancholy. It's... Uh, uh, sibling to uh, Phony People's song, like, Why I Like the Moon? If, uh, I, I think thematically, at least. 
or very specifically about lyrically, <laughs> uh, just about the moon. But um, it's like, yeah, a fairly straightforward song. Um, but the the instruments are helped create this that that mood. Um, I love the the soft ringing keys and the very steady bass and guitar throughout. But it's really all the vocals that are are the highlight for me on this. Um, first, just Gaho's voice. Um, yeah, like I I don't want to get to the end yet because that is <laughs> my favorite favorite part of this. But uh, we hear some some fantastic like background vocals, and they do they they make the the melody line kind of reverberate too. Um, so it's it's like it's just so nice to listen to, especially in in your headphones. Um, you, you get to hear. I, I think it's probably him doing all of those. So uh, yeah, you get to hear just how how great his voice is. Um, but yeah, maybe we can get to the end later. <laughs> like, all right, I'll, I'll yeah. jump in. I'll jump in and talk about the chorus because that's um, that's a favorite part of mine too, or that's one of my favorite parts of the song. Um, Specifically, uh, because the song's called Like the Moon, I, I always look out for the what I have been calling the galactical um, components and having the xylophone chime in um, with the, oh, yeah. the the chorus in the background doing the la 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 la, like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so pretty to me. It's just the like like what you were saying it's the melancholy like the beautiful melancholy vibe and this one um definitely gives that uh or this port that portion helps give that vibe for me and it's just um yeah i i don't i i mean this was the first song i listened to in the album the rest of the album is fantastic but like knowing that you picked this song it's like perfect because th- that's um out of all the other songs that I enjoy, this one I think I liked uh, the most for now uh, because uh, because you picked it. Um, but yeah, cool. Al Mark, you said it. You said it best. This song is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I just said this song's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Steven said. Steven said this song's great, and we all just copied. It. <laughs> um, but Al Mark, did you hate the song? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, this it's it's so good. It's yeah. uh there's like a sort of this like old Hollywoody feel to it, which is really Ooh, okay. nice. Uh and but also like maybe a little bit of like tango to it too. Mm-hmm. I think with the melody and especially when the strings come in in the the chorus. Uh all that it needed was like a, a band of neon and then it have been like perfect. Um but no, like regardless of that, it, it just the song feels so light on its feet, um, almost like you're floating, um, like if you're on the moon, like you know, bouncing on the moon, which is really cool. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna the town. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, like uh, I know you want to save the ending, so um, I particularly <laughs> love the second verse. The second verse is great. Oh, yeah. I think that was really well done. Um, like you were mentioning his vocals. His vocals really like were great on that. Uh, there was a really cool pause in the middle of that. Yeah. Which was like that. Just the pacing, the timing of it was so nice. Um, and then it 
everything led up to like that really high falsetto, like that belty high falsetto mm. at the end of it. Uh, after the instruments, except for the synth or key, whatever that was, yeah. like it was just the voice and that instrument. That was so pleasant. It this song, like I don't know, man. Gaho did that uh, put in work on this song. It's yeah. so well thought thought out and well done. Yeah, and um, I also love that that pause. Uh, it, it's I think it's similar to something that happens in the bridge, I guess. But I that that bridge, it's like I felt like it was almost a, a fake ending to the song, mm-hmm. and like when I was listening to it, it just felt like this is going to be a nice, like dreamy way to close out this album. Um, but then, like the song just cuts, and then it returns with that kind of—it's like a record starting up with uh, mm. the. Then it just comes back with some really nice, like guitar with some reverb on it, and just also some more clean tone. But then we get a final chorus where I mean, it's just sung beautifully. He he sings. Uh, these notes are already like high, but he he just goes a little higher with this last chorus, um, changing the melody a little bit. Um, and he sings it with this really like yearning and longing tone. Um, but then I think he also shows off this, this ability to switch between like his chest and head voice, uh, like, per, like so effortlessly and it's so perfect. Um, I and I could have just had like thirty more seconds of those final harmonies at the end. Oh, uh, I, so I had I've like rewound that part uh, so many times. It's it's so pretty. Um, yeah, it, it's just a really great way to to actually close out what was uh, an amazing album already. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those chords that they choose for those harmonies are just immaculate. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I just want special shout out to the bridgey part, the one that just becomes more of sort of instrumental. Like, I don't know if it's like yeah. a tempo change or just, it's just like, it really is, it's not even a bridge. It's like a a, a respite, yeah. if, if that. And it's just, it, you didn't need it, but it's there yeah. and it's just so pretty. I feel like I am floating in space. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a it's, moment. it's a time signature change. It goes into three oh. th- uh, three fourths in the in the bridge. Oh, every time, every time I yeah. I bring something this up, uh, something like this up, it's always a time signature change. Mm. That's yeah, why. I know. I, like my first, I was like, oh, this song's kind of waltzy, but it's in four fourths, so that's why I didn't bring it up. And then I forgot that it actually changes to three fourths in the bridge. <laughs> Gosh, just a lot. We, this is like the third week <laughs> where we've had something like that happen. I feel like. I mean, obviously, last what was it? Last waltz. Yeah, last waltz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, twice. Um, twice. I I mean I don't I don't really have anything more to add on. Yeah. But and there's correct me if my wrong if I'm wrong, but no music video, right? No music video. No performance yeah. or anything like that. Okay. I would love to see a performance, but oh uh, god, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I guess one thing I'll just shout out. Uh, I think I mentioned, or it was mentioned last week, but Gaho co-wrote. Like every song on the uh, album, and 
You, oh, it was definitely mentioned last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you uh, definitely you said it, it was twice. It, it was mentioned. Yeah, it was. It was not only was it mentioned once, but it was mentioned twice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but recorded once <laughs> with the second time. Uh, with the second time, me actually pronouncing his name correctly. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> You'll never what? hear the real recording. <laughs> yeah. He struggled a little bit. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh no. I I was I was effortless the second time through, but the first time I was like, Gayho? Mm. <laughs> no. You sounded so clean though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The second time I was like, boom, boom, yeah. boom. I know. I've read this before. That's why it's a shorter episode. Yeah. It's so short. Eliminated all the ums that we usually have. <laughs> no. Awesome. And all the useless uh, non sequiturs and I know, but then no one laughed at my Pokemon show. <laughs> I'm gonna re I'm gonna re add laughs, I swear. Great. Okay. <laughs> Just to make it sense or make sense out of it. Uh Alamark, do you have anything more about the song? No, it's just good, dude. It's yeah. just good. I agree. Okay. Well, thank you guys for uh, the first course uh, for this potluck. We are going to enjoy three more songs when we come back from break. But before we do that, we will also have a game brought to you by me. So take a, take a P-side, um, go talk with some people, um, and we'll see you on the B-side. All right, welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Chuck. That's me. And the game that I'm going to have you two play is entitled Order of Events. It's a very simple game. You just need something to write with. Or you can type it out if you want. Um, it's one... It's a it's a list them. A list them out type ah, of game. Okay. So I'm going to... Let me go to the next slide. All right, can you guess the order our dishes came out in for the month of November? Oh. Please list them in order starting with the oldest and ending with the youngest. Uh, so your job, just oh, list them, whatever came out at the beginning oh, and then whatever Lord, came out wow. towards the end. Uh, so so do your best. Oh no. Okay. Oh okay. no. Okay. So one, two, three. Okay. okay. The six, then six of them. I think it's either one of these. Or- oh, um, I should also I should also say there is a trick. Two of them came out on the same. Um, no. Two of them came out on the same day, <laughs> and and uh, it's the hold on. It's the fourth and fifth answers. There's one after. So the fourth and fifth answers are on the same day. And in order to answer it correctly, go alphabetically. Wait, so, what? Okay. Oh. So so um <laughs> order <laughs> listed out alphabetically <laughs> from A to Z. Oh boy. Which one came out? So the fourth and fifth. Oh, that's right. Just point. okay, okay, okay. Steven, you only mentioned three of these in your specials. I know, <laughs> and I don't remember when. <laughs> Uh. 
Okay. I feel like, wait, Chuck, so uh, this is based on when the single came out, not when like the album came out. Because I know Gemini. Oh. Because I know for good point. Gemini, Mia point. did Sorry about come that. out uh, go before with, the album. Go with, came when, out. Um, go with when it came out as part of an album. Okay. Ah, okay. Or a single. And but if some of them are singles, so yeah, yeah. But then if the it's packaged, like, yeah, the yeah, packaged product it. came out. Got it. Okay, okay. So that okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's one after. What the hell? Uh, okay. Wait, no. Who? What is the? Oh, that's how you spell it. <laughs> okay, so we have Gemini here. Gaho, MC Minzy, Weki Meki, Wiki Miki, Wiki Miki, sorry, you Yuda Yoda. I don't know if it's Yuda or Yoda Young. Maybe Yoda, Yoda Young. Yeah, and Laboom. Uh, I've never actually pronounced it out loud. It's the how do you uh, how do you say it in French, Stephen? Laboom, Laboom. <laughs> might be how okay. a child would la say boom. it. La boom. La, la boom. <laughs> That's such a cute way to say it. <laughs> Je suis la. Je suis la. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess I have an order. Uh, okay. I'm still, stuck on, get right. I'm still stuck on one. Oh, your answers are showing, Chuck. Yeah, I, oh, I'm, still, no. I'm still writing. I, I I'm still didn't writing. Look at it. I'm not looking at it either. Okay. Oh no! I'm, gonna, I'm switching to somewhere else to type this. So I'm not looking. It's uh, okay. I got I'm, rid of it. I'm still stuck. I'm scared. When was that one really? Hiya! Hiya! Okay. Well, I'll just uh, do my best. Oh, I was like, "Where's the I hope chat?" You guys button? get a tie. Lord. Oh. All right. I almost sent this to everyone. Okay. Okay. Starting out with November 3rd, we have Laboom. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Laboom. Laboom. That one I remembered. I was very excited yeah. about that album. I will mention that later. Moving on to Saturday, 11 6. We have a Saturday release? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, that's what it says. Uh, we have oh, no. MC Minzy. Okay. Oh, no. I just feel okay. I got one right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on to... Oh, no. 11-16. Um, yep. All the way to here. We have... Gemini. Okay. All right. Moving on to oh. eleven eighteen, the first one. Remember alphabetically, it is Wiki Miki, and then followed by Yoda Yuda Young, and that means we end with eleven twenty three, Gaho. So, tabulating the scores. Oh boy. <laughs> Alan Mark, you got one right. (laughs) (laughs) And Steven, Steven, you got three correct. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> and how oh. many of those were part of your specials? Only one of uh, them, right? So, did you get Gem? We can meet you got them. MC Minzy, Gemini, and Gaho, correct? Oh. Um. Oh yeah, I only knew Gaho, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought the, I thought the album came out later. That's why. I uh, oh, remember so it. Suck. It was last week. So yeah, I thought yeah. I so. I thought it was so does that week. mean the we broke this trend? Alan Markey should have won this week. Well, we were tied. Well, we were it's three way tie, so technically it's wide open. Okay, it, we'll just go the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll serpentine it. Yeah. Okay, so I'll win next week, <laughs> cool. and then Alan Markey wins Steven's game next week. Yeah, we'll Got figure it. it out. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, wait, it's yeah. my game next week. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, the tiebreaker was going to be simple. I was going to have you order the debuts of four groups. Oh, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> okay. It. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. You're you're okay. These are the groups. It's Tribe. Oh lord. Lightsome. Oh. Purple Kiss. Okay, okay. And, and Pixie? Pixie. Ah, I knew it was going to be Pixie. Okay. Um uh uh, what was the first group you said? Tribe. Tribe. Oh, they were also very early. Oh, uh, man. I, think... I want to say... Oh, God. I, know, I feel like Pixie and Tribe are really close. They are very close. Ah. Oh, man. Okay, I'm so going to say... I'm going to guess Purple Kiss, then... Tribe, then Pixie, then Light Zone. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a guess. Wait, when did... Wait. These when groups... did our episode? No, oh, it's like my God. Though. I don't remember when... I when, I feel like a couple of... One of these groups debuted like last year. But I, I you know, I feel like... The, or maybe I'm getting that's, that wrong. You're uh, right. Yeah, Pur- Purple Kiss did come out with a song last year. Yeah, they had the debut was debut. this year. Was this year? It was like yeah. February. February. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll just say. Wait. What did you said? Purple Kiss. Try B. I think it's Try B. Try B. Try B. Yeah. Try B. Pixie Lightsome. Was that your order? That was my mm-hmm. order. Yeah. I think I'll just switch. Switch on me. Pixie. <laughs> Try B. Yeah. All right. The answer is. <sighs> Try B. Damn. What? February 17th. Oh, oh wow. Pixie, oh, February man. 24th. Are you kidding me? Purple Kiss, March 15th. Oh, it was March. It was around the same time as Wendy's Like Water. Okay. And Lightsome. Oh, You're correct gosh. at that. June 10th. All right. Wait, you said Tribe was it. first? Tribe was wow. first. So technically, Steven got more right because he said <laughs> Pixie before Tribe. Because he got Pixie <laughs> okay. second. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Steven, you you officially won. This okay. Game. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys Bye for playing mind. Order of Events. March? Wow. Yeah. March. <laughs> I, just, I had February. I think because mind. Can We Talk Again came out in like January or February. Yeah, yeah. And I, I ah. yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk we'll about revi- We'll revisit these things when we we tabulate our um, how you can eat awards and everything like that. Oh. And I was about to say we'll, re- we'll revisit these groups also in our uh, 2021 yeah. Golden Tongs. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. So we uh, we we threw a football outside. Uh, we played some Beat Saber. We are nice and famished, so we're gonna need to fill fill our stomachs again with three more dishes. And um, I'll start off with my second dish, entitled "Lovely Love." You already know you've heard the groups, the the the, the remaining three groups we're gonna cover. Um, so I have who I'm gonna just pronounce as Yu Yuda Young because her real name is Yu. Dayong. So maybe it's Yu Dayong? Mm. Possibly. So apparently her her nickname was uh, Yuda or Yoda. Oh. So that's why she became Yo- Yu Dayong. Anyway, she debuted in January 18th, 2019. And she's a part of Brand New A. The sub um, sub-label of Brand News. Brand New Music. There you go. So she's she's very much um, I think an indie singer songwriter type um, artist, and uh, this song features Choi Nakta. I have no idea who that guy is, but he is also an indie singer song singer songwriter. Um, but he debuted in twenty thirteen, so he's been around for a while. Um, but yeah, I chose this song um, because I really enjoyed Alan Marks. Second pick a month ago. I wanted to um, remind me again, Alan Mark. What did you pick? Hoodie. I forget. Oh, what was that Hoodie. called? Yeah, D Day. Was it that one? Yes. Yeah. And and so I wanted. I I really enjoyed that vibe you had with that song. I when I heard this, I was like, oh, I gotta pick it for my turn. And this song is as sweet as you can get when it comes to very singer-songwriter-esque arrangements. It's very much guitar-heavy, electric guitar-heavy. Um, I don't know if it's a clean one. It has some sort of effect going on with it. But um, I would say the first time I heard this, I thought it could have been performed by MXM Tune. Like, it's oh, very yeah. much, very much that aesthetic where it's very uh you know like not happy sad but it's it's very lighthearted in in a way um definitely the message this one's all about um i guess love i i haven't really i i took a look really quickly at the translations but um i mean it's your your prototypical love lyrics but what what shines for me for this song is just how pretty uh Yo Dayung's uh, voices. It's just so effortless and just clean and just nice sounding. Um, and we'll get more to it when Choi Nakta's part comes on. But I, for me, this was just a very simple pick. I had a very good feeling the whole time I was listening to this. And there are many components to this song that I'll divulge in as we keep talking about it. But um, let me jump to you, Stephen. And uh, what, how, did, how did this song taste? Yeah, I, I enjoyed this song a lot. Also, just it felt really nice. I remember, I, were, you, were you likened this to one of Alan Mark's picks? I was actually thinking of uh, your, one of your first 
picks zero uh, percent by that guy. Oh Ion. yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think I described that uh, as, or it made me feel like uh, a walk through uh, Washington Square Park on a sunny day <laughs> because of the way the instruments were just kind of meandering, and uh, it had that really nice feeling. I had a similar feeling, but for for this song, I actually was thinking it was. Also a walk, but like a like a leisurely stroll down uh, a quaint street, like with a lot of shops, and you just kind of no destination in mind, and just pop in and out, and like, but instead of just a, a sunny day in particular, this could be, I think, any weather. It could be there could be some snow on the ground. Uh, it yeah. could be really nice out. It could be raining, but the song it feels like nothing can can bring them down. It's like just. It's really bouncy and fun and upbeat, so it, it maintains that throughout, and I really like that. Um, and then I'll just go ahead and mention the uh, the mid song guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think, I think this was done by uh, Choi Nakta. Um, They're both guitarists. Oh, so really? Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Um, I looked it up. Choi Nakta majored in guitar. Wow, and, uh, he should have done it. But yeah, yeah, he, like, he probably did. It's like so you got someone else to play guitar. I mean, <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, should be a traveling musician with them. What I um, what I really liked yeah. about this this solo, um, it also gave me that same feeling of a very like a leisurely stroll. It to me, it sounded kind of improvised and. There, there's no urgency to move from one lick to the next. Like, they, there's like a little pause between, and it, it, it's just a nice like walk around the the fretboard, and uh, it's a really nice solo. Um, yeah, right before his his singing parts. Just to piggyback real quick, Stephen, um, something I really enjoyed because yeah, uh, he if you look up any picture of him, he's holding a guitar. Oh, uh, so it's just very clearly a singer songwriter. Uh, aesthetics, but what I liked about his verse was that I think there were there was barely any guitar. It was mm-hmm. all of that piano, um, mm-hmm. like a little, um, not I don't want to say honky tonk. That's not the right word, um, but just very like a uh, high octave, um, light, like staccato piano playing uh, when he was performing, and I was just like, whoa, that's so cool. Um, I, especially coming from the, you can't have like double guitars, obviously. So it was just a nice like break. It was like a bridge um, for the guitar, um, and then we would get it back in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Alan Mark, how did this song taste in your mouth? Very sweet. <laughs> it was such a sweet <laughs> song. Um, but yeah, I, I like that you mentioned that thing with the piano during Troy uh, Nakta's uh, uh, verse as well, because like, I kind of felt like they had representative instruments in this uh, in this song. Like either like they sang along with their representative instrument, like the guitar with uh, Yuda Young, or the piano with Choi Nakta, or the instrument represented the other person. So it's as if they were still mm. duetting with them, even though they were singing by themselves. Oh yeah, I, what a what I a thought, great note! I never thought about that. Yeah, so duetting was, instruments. Yeah. Oh. But then it's when they sang together when both the guitar and the piano were like se- mm. sequencing with each other. So that's why I thought that was really <laughs> a, a really nice uh, choice there. Um, yeah, because the song's just like so cute. And I felt like that had been like a nice cute concept too. 
Um, yeah, where the it's a duet instrumentation along with vocals. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I like that we're sort of like covering. It's sort of like a a little bit of a smooth jazz influence in this song too, which was really nice. Uh, and um, surprisingly, I feel like that those kinds of songs occur a decent amount in K-pop, but we like barely cover those mm-hmm. types of songs. So it's nice that like you did bring one that uh, has that feel to it. So that was really um, good choice and really interesting because like, yeah, I don't know anything about either of these singers. So it's nice to, to listen. I, I like I said earlier, it's it gives us a chance to highlight a lot of the independent artists uh, that are presenting really great music. It's just uh, tough for them to break through the megaton power that is like the major idol groups and everything. Um, uh, to I just wanted to again, okay, piggyback off your comment now about <laughs> the 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 duet and uh, first off like oh i did i didn't notice that and now that you mention it it's so beautiful that that not only are they duetting but the instruments are duetting as well um and speaking of duetting i loved how once they got together they just stuck together they just duetted the rest of the song and it was the their voices lended to each other so well it, he, the the harmonies that he was producing was just so uh, lovely love to listen to. So, um, I, yeah, that's that's what. I, yep, that's it. That's all. That's all I want to say. Um, I know there's a music video for it, but it's very simple. I, it's one of like a very stationary uh, bottled uh, music video. It takes place in this really brightly lit, colorful um, backdrop, and I just thought it also lended well to the song itself and um yeah i don't really have anything else to say about the music video was, was there anything that caught your eye or just as pleasant as it a pleasant it was as pleasant of an experience as it was listening to the song yeah that was uh, oh the only things i wanted to go over or mention were uh she has like a rug of the solar system um and i think we have a couple of songs about like celestial things this week. So I like uh, that. That was kind of a, a running thing also for us. Um, <laughs> like we had like the moon, we had like a star and then uh, that, that little rug in this song. Um, and then also when they were in their uh, like outdoor kind of farmer <laughs> type outfit, or at least he was, it, it did remind me a bit of that. Uh, painting American Gothic uh, because you could all see some two farm tools in the uh, back, but it wasn't like a pitchfork. It just uh, it was like portrait framing, so it it I don't know, it yeah. just kind of looked like that to me. But that's all. <laughs> yeah, this also could remind could uh, remind me of like a Jason Mraz, Colby Kaye type bop mm. where it's just sweet all throughout. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's move on, shall we? All right. All right. Moving on to Alan Marks' second dish. I remember it this time. Yeah. Uh, what did you bring to the table? All right. So uh, my second dish, it's uh, not a repeat song, but it's a song titled Repeat by La Boom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, 
Yeah, so Laboom's actually a girl group that I really kind of really got into this year. Um, like they had a resurgence with one of their songs. Um, oh, I'm actually kind of blanking on it, <laughs> the title right now, but um, sort of like not quite in the same way that like Roland did for uh, for um, Brave Girls, but Brave like Girls, yeah. yeah, but they still did like some promotions for uh, like Journey to Atlantis is a title I've seen. There's another title tied to it. Um, but uh, yeah, but for me particularly, there was a, a different song that got me to really love them. Uh, if we're still going to do that, like, oh, songs from prior to this year that we bring oh, yeah. up in our um, in our Golden Tongue Awards, then I'll bring Ooh. it up then. Uh, but yeah, so that's why like I got into them. But they haven't had like a full comeback since like 2019. So I was like, oh, is, is anything still going to happen? But so when they announced that they were going to have a comeback, I was very excited. It's pretty much my first comeback with, uh, with Laboom. So yeah, I was stoked about it. I listened to it. Um, and like, I think I just really wanted to highlight them uh, with one of these songs because like, they're in a new agency now. They also, uh, uh, unfortunately, like, they remember Yu Jung left the group as well, so now they're a four-piece group. Um, Were they a six? They started off as a six. Then okay. one of them left um, Got it. for personal reasons, and then they were a five. They were mostly a five-woman uh, yeah. group for a while. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just a little brief introduction. They debuted in 2014 under NH Media um, with the album. Uh, or with the mini album Petite Macron <laughs> and this <laughs> and the single Pitapat. <laughs> so um and yeah, they've been uh doing music since then, but they did have a little bit of a of uh kind of a hiatus this past year or so. They had a digital single come out in 2020, but nothing much else uh since then until this mini album, the first one under their new label. Um and yeah, uh what I liked about this one this album is that um I know some of the members were our song like helped write some of their songs since like 2018, especially Soyeon and uh, Yu Jong who left the group. But um, I was surprised because Soyeon is my bias within Laboom, but the song I chose was the one B side that wasn't written by Soyeon. It was actually written by uh, co-written by Solbin, uh, another member who I know is also very popular, and the song is called Repeat. yeah, so, um, yeah, I was having a tough time deciding which like song I was close to choosing how you how I wish, uh, but there's something about repeat. Uh, it's has sort of a sort of an eighty-ish vibes to it, but more in a laid back uh, kind of way, not like in the same synthiness that we're used to. Um, but yeah, there's something very nostalgic, something very sentimental about this song that I think just its emotions really. Uh, drove me to choose this one specifically. So I thought it was really good. I love. I really like the instrumentation and arrangement to it, uh, which I'm sure we could bring up as well. Uh, so yeah, um, Stephen, because I know you're going to say some <laughs> awesome notes, I'm going to jump in real quick um, and say that Alan Mark, uh, you said everything I wanted to say, uh, but the one thing I wanted to highlight was the pre-chorus. I very much enjoyed that, especially the first time mm. uh, you hear it um, with, I wrote down the names, Heian and Soyeon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's really soft and angelic sounding and it's just uh really pretty to hear uh, so i really enjoyed that pre-chorus that's nice oh yeah okay <laughs> Steven's like, well, that's the only thing I up. wanted to say. Yeah, bring it I, up. <laughs> I don't have a lot about it, but I mean, the song does start with a more beautiful guitar. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, is that the theme? Possibly. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's it's some very nice, very nice, smooth chords and a really nice progression too, or chord progression. Um, yeah. There, there are some parts where they they switch from. Like, uh, oh man, I don't even know what you call it, but like, pluck, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, chord to like to the slow strum um, in the pre-chorus. So I really like that. Uh, and then in the last chorus too, they add some um, like some more fun strumming and some like that palm muted picking, which is really cool uh, because they they kind of have one or the other throughout the song, and then they you can hear them better in the I think at the end um but yeah also love the pre-chorus some har- harmonies there that are really nice uh especially the I really like hearing the lower harmonies uh, mm. and there's some real a really nice one here um and then uh yeah in the chorus I I love the instrumentation where it just gets really full when they add the strings uh the, the horns um and the the tone yeah. of the the chorus it's like it's almost like sneakily cheerful. Like it, it doesn't sound like super happy, but it, it still kind of like has some like cheerfulness to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like part of that sentimentalness that I brought up as well. Because like I looked up the lyrics and like this is actually like, this is actually like a sad breakup song. Yeah. Like saying like things aren't oh. the same, but then like things to keep repeating. Um, and like want them to repeat to how you were before, stuff like that. So it's like actually kind of like a sad song, but then there's like a brightness to it still, mm-hmm. which is really interesting and really, it kind of makes it sadder in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I like that note. Um, yeah, I, I think, oh, the other note was just, I had was in the, in the bridge, we got a really solid high note. I think it's from Soyeon. Yeah, um, it's, it's probably from yeah. Soyeon. That's, yeah. yeah, really good. Yeah, because... I think a nice thing about this album too, um, like before, I always I knew like Soyeon and uh, <clears throat> Yoo Jung were like the two like really strong vocalists on this, um, and then, uh, but I think especially with Yoo Jung now, now gone, um, I feel like I I'm hearing the other three members step up a little bit more vocally and like uh, either they just have nice improvement or. Um, like the songs are written in ways that suit their voices really well. So I think this one being more mellow was really like, was really smart. And like it, it helps write and things really sit nicely in like the, uh, like the pocket of the the voices that sound really comfortable. Um, But yeah, but they all have really like nice sounding tones, like different tones as well. So um, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Aboom is... I'm not too familiar with them, but I think I know one song, which I think I, I'm going to just guess in my head which song it is that you might bring up. Uh, okay. Because it has... Oh, I actually don't even know the title. I, when I see it, I'll know what it is. But like, <laughs> it has a certain sound. It might be like, I don't know, ahead of its time. 
in a way. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll find out in over a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really quickly, I wanted to talk about the music video. I, I thought it was really cute how there was like a milk carton lost um, trying to find its way back. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. That's uh oh that's the the format you're thinking of the format. Oh sorry sorry it's the format. Uh the format the the fan made format video. Yeah. You, you brought this up like twice now. <laughs> I think this all three times or all like all times Steven's like what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to send you the video the, the fan video. I think it's originally um, a blur music video. It's a blur music oh. video, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway um <laughs> all right so um i i was able to talk about uh the first single on this pod but steven you you get to talk about the last single so what what yeah. dish did you bring uh to finish off this potluck yeah i i brought uh wiki miki's first stream um this is a group that has a. Uh, Currently has a member named Yu Jung. I guess that's one way to introduce them. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, they also had a bit of a hiatus. Uh, this is off their latest mini album called uh, I Am Me. And um, they I, I got into Wikimiki a lot this year as the song Deserve. Cool just like really grew on me. I didn't like Deserve. it at first. And I then, remember that. Yeah. And then, um, but then I just... Every day I would sing. I would just say the word "cool" <laughs> like the way they do it. Uh, um, yeah, and I, I'm happy that they are back, and they're also back promoting because Wikimiki is one of the most fun groups there is, and uh, it, and it's not just Yujung. I think she's like really well known for her personality. I think she's also kind of one of these ace members who can like rap, sing, um, and has and is like well suited for. Uh, like the Korean entertainment uh, scene mm-hmm. and industry. And dancing. And dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's a, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I picked this song because, uh, well, I liked it more than the single Siesta, but I feel like it also channels that same uh, feeling and of, of the single plus the rest of the mini album, which I thought was, which was good. Um, uh, and it's like, I, I just wanted to pick this really feel-good song, and it's very like joyful. Um, it has a pretty simple structure. Uh, I think it reminded me a bit of "Knock on Wood" by Red Velvet that came out earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, and like it has just that like same like common structure um, with like the rap in the second verse, uh, but. Yeah, we we get some really nice instruments. There's a ni- uh, soft like electro electric piano, uh, so that the piano is playing this. It's a bright like eighth note pattern throughout the chorus, and strings and some guitar. It's not like overwhelming with sound, um, but it, it's just really really pleasant to listen to. And then vocally, some really cool parts. I really love the. Uh, like the do da 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 da, like those parts, those are great. Um, it still kept it lighthearted. Um, the chorus, the way it just bursts with all the instruments that that join like simultaneously, 
Um, then, it's, and like, like I think the last chorus really works, uh, or, or it's like pops um, because of the way that the bridge uh, comes in and then brings us back with uh, Suyon's like belt and high notes there. So yes. yeah, just a really like feel good um, upbeat song. Um, Alamark, you wanna you wanna take it? No, I, yeah, I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much a lot of the, what Steven said. Uh, uh, you said "Knock on Wood." Actually, reminded me of more earlier Red Velvet, Red mm-hmm. Side songs. Uh, I can't think of one specifically, um, but like, uh, I was actually trying to find it, and then Chuck said my name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's all good. Um, but yeah, just like it had that brightness, the bounciness of the um, of the instrumentation. Um, and even the rap is like, oh, this could be something yeah. that like uh, Irene or Yeri could have done too. Um, so I, I like that vibe. It's something that like you know sort of miss a little bit. Uh, so um, yeah, just so bright. Uh, I think my favorite part was in the last chorus with all the vocals and stuff like that. Just like Sion was amazing. Um, with like, there was some good uh, like. Like even the runs that she was doing, not only like the mm-hmm. high belts, but the falsetto runs and stuff that was going on up above were so pretty and just fit with the brightness of this song so, so well. Um, but yeah, I don't have a lot of notes. I just um, I just really enjoy listening to it. Um, the bright keys, I think, were yeah. a nice like um, tone setter and like using that as the string throughout the song was a good choice. The first one I wrote for this song was, I mean, come on. Like, this song is so good. <laughs> it's just so, it, like, the at the very beginning, I, I was getting a late 90s, early 2000s. I thought I was about to hear a Mariah Carey song, Ooh. like the way the chords mm-hmm. were being progressed. And then it, it, it ended up being like this. Um, I wrote down, it was almost do, it was a almost do woppy with, more of like a sun-kissed mm-hmm. type of vibe. It was just like a really brighter uh, version of um, the R&B of the, the, that era. And I I was really, I just really enjoyed it all throughout. Um, I had a song um, lined up and then it sounded similar to this mm-hmm. uh, song. And I was like, no, we, we can only have one song that sounds like this um uh, um, like the it's 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 a it's a R and B type of R and B where it's like heavy on the the beat, but then um has a lot of chords on it, and that is like my bread and butter when it comes to music. I I will listen to any song that sounds like that and immediately love it. And this song I immediately loved from the very first note. It was just so, it was so good. Um, I thought the beat was nice. I. What else did I write? Um, oh, and the the final note that I want to bring up is just I'm just so happy we get to talk about Wiki Miki. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, we 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 bring them up occasionally, but just to just cover a song, even if it's just one song, um, it's nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I, I have a couple other notes. Just just some like vocal things. Do of, it. Um. I think what helps give this kind of a R and B feel too is their the way they sing the words 
memories. And then also when they sing deja vu certain times, it's like deja, oh, yeah. they, they add a little bit there. Or like um, deja vu. Um, so I, I think that is a nice little like way to help it sound, give it that sound. Um, uh, also on the bridge, one thing I was just hearing was at the beginning of every line, uh, it's like a bit, everyone does a little vocal fry at the beginning. Um, mm. Which is kind of interesting. Um, I wonder if that's like a, the way they were like instructed for this song or like maybe it's just a part of their like vocal coaching. But, but it was like really in the bridge where they, uh, where you could hear it. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I just heard it right now. Um, nice. And then the last thing was overall, I feel like some, if other girl groups did this, they might some, I don't know, they might try to sound really like cutesy, but uh, I don't think anyone in, in Wikimiki really, they were singing like super cutesy, but, but the, still the song felt really like sprightly and uh, I, I liked, and it, it kept that sound that I think. I expect from Wikimiki uh, that is very like energetic and like uplifting. So, yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, Alan, Mark, do you have I anything am, you want to say? I'm still trying to find that Red Velvet song that it could remind okay. me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep looking for it. it. Maybe you can before the pods open. No, I can't. It's I don't want to take up too much time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll just tweet it out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, guys, I think I think our dinner's done. What do you say? Yeah, I am good. <laughs> <laughs> you are satisfied and full. All right. Well, this will be the last one of the year, right? Yeah. The uh, uh, last potluck of the last year. Last potluck. <laughs> sorry. Last last potluck of the year. So I'm really happy we got to introduce this um, right before. Uh, we did season two, and I—I I mean, it's a great way to catch up on all the songs that we missed, and we—we we will continue to do this as long as you say, as long as you don't say, we should stop doing it. So, um, I hope you're ready for the beginning of every month to be like this—a a nice uh, get together of uh, some of our favorite songs of the past month. Um. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for choosing to dine with us on our beautiful potluck. We hope you really enjoyed your stay. You can check out some of our other episodes. Uh, we release once a week, every Friday. Uh, you check them on whatever favorite podcast platform you like listening to. But specifically, you should check it out on Spotify so that next year, um, when we do a Spotify uh, rewind or wrapped, what is it called? Let's- <laughs> Spotify. Oh, yeah. Uh, Repeat. Uh, Repeat. <laughs> no, no, it's wrapped. It's uh, wrapped. Boom. It's wrapped. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Spotify, la boom. Um, you, you, have, you can have our podcast be one of your top or the top podcasts you listen to. So um, that would be really cool. And also leave us a review. We like, uh, we like to see those uh, five stars uh, or whatever star, whatever you want. Just uh, just show us some love on any of those platforms, and uh, yeah, you can uh, follow us on all the socials. We are at How You Can Eat. So we are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and you can even email us How You Can Eat 
at gmail.com. Stephen is always waiting to read whatever beautiful messages you have to say about him or him or him. So uh, go ahead and send those out. Uh, We would love to read them. All right, guys. For Alamark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders this week. Uh, So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. Hey, Stephen. There's one thing I need to mention. What? Huh? I love you. Bye. Oh, thanks. Sorry. (laughs) Hey.